you accidentally play a song? I think no, you know. It's us. I think you know. <laughs> <laughs> I think you know what this means, or you should know what this means. Steve and I went saw Incubus last week. <laughs> That's what that means. Yeah, you should definitely know what this means. <laughs> I, I had a meeting yesterday, and I first. I don't know. I had mentioned it to someone in the office and our CEO was like, you went to Incubus? He starts like banging his head. He's like, like Incubus and like <laughs> air guitaring, like Incubus, like the rock band. I was like, yeah. They don't like, dude, they're such a unique rock band because you kind of can like go hard at times and then they're kind of mellow at times. And yeah. then they incorporate like hip hop in some capacity because they have the guy who who scratches records and like I don't know they have a lot of it feels like the uh, there's like a lot of bass in it too at times so yeah it's like there's like some funk there's some hip hop there's like some rock like yeah. it's kind of and they were in that era of like they're like when they were young like 20 years ago right they were in that era of that like new rock new metal kind of like they they last it like they have lasted a long time i know i'm trying to so this album was from 2001 2001 and they so what was unique about this show um that we went to on friday was they played this whole album morning view from start to finish yeah they did it, and then plus a couple extra songs on the back yeah it was cool or at the end it was cool um i didn't realize it was from 2001 because i didn't really listen to it until like 2012 probably yeah for the first time when in college or 2011 yeah that was maybe. college yeah, yeah same i guess a lot of these songs for me were and i think i'll i'll talk about this probably at some point when we reflect on the show but <laughs> yeah. um a lot of these songs i just grew up with on the radio like because they're in la sure. and this is something i realized while we were there that they're an la band and so they're just on uh the the main radio station i listened to growing up was 1067 k rock okay and they were just kroq kroq i've seen stickers uh, you know of that yeah yeah it's a good station and incubus was on all the time all the time and but then it wasn't until like college that i've like really got into listening to them i didn't like become like an incubus fan until college probably mm-hmm. yeah. yeah that makes sense yeah i think that was the same for me um well, welcome everybody to the show. <laughs> we don't need an intro. <laughs> Late introduction. Yeah. yeah. If, you, if you you're here, then you know you know. Yeah, because we are not big enough where some rando is just bumping into this. <laughs> yeah. Like, What's this? What are they going to talk about today? I'm lost. Three minutes in. <laughs> um. Yeah. So how are things going? What's new? Anything? Um. Well, I guess I could say this on the podcast. Mackenzie's pregnant. Dude, that's, I don't think I've said it on here yet. No, I don't think you have. Yeah. That is so exciting, man. We're pumped. We're really pumped. And how far along? She just hit 14 weeks yesterday. Dude. Yeah. So we're like... Such a big milestone. Uh, yeah, it feels good. It feels really... Because in March, we lost... We were pregnant and then we lost the baby Um. at like 10-ish weeks. Right around there. Yeah. And um, that was hard. And took a couple months. And then we're like, okay, I think it's about, I think we got to do it at some point, right? 
and not necessarily but yeah. i guess not yeah <laughs> but we wanted to yeah, yeah yeah um so yeah it's it's been going well like it's been um a lot different than the the first go around you know and now we've passed that point that we lost the baby so it's kind of cool yeah and we found out the sex of the baby yeah are you I guys th- t- saying that i think we've told everybody that would listen to this would listen to this maybe <laughs> i guess i don't know but it's a boy or we think it's a boy they were not sure <laughs> they're not 100 percent blood test i don't know oh it's a blood test so yeah so because they can't do the ultrasound to like see genitalia yet probably no i think that's 16 ish weeks okay so maybe in a couple of weeks or something double confirmation know. but we did do an ultrasound a week or two ago that like showed blood flow it showed like the organs and the scale like the spine and the head and it was it was wild it was really cool. It's got something growing. Something's growing in there. I mean, Kenzie's like, her belly's getting bigger. Yeah. And <laughs> I mean, so you cool. you just did all this, you know. So. Yeah. Um. It's 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 so cool to watch it happen, though. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Yeah, the guys have a cool vantage point. Just because you get to witness them change so much. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 really fun. I I'm enjoying it. It's hard because it's like doesn't really it's not really happening to me you know yeah so it's it's and when i get caught up in the day-to-day of like work and stuff it's you know nobody nobody's Mm -hmm. nobody's like oh your wife's pregnant you you should like take it easy right now you know this like nobody cares so (laughs) (laughs) um so it's like does she feel like she has to like take it easy or anything um yeah i mean she she's still like going to the gym um, she's like been doing that prenatal yoga stuff yeah. that I know Mads did, yeah. which has been really cool. That's where she's right now. Um, yeah, Mads will love that. Yeah. Um, which is so cool that she, she liked it and that other people have liked it. Yeah. But yeah, she's doing, she's doing okay. I mean, as far as like the anxiety from, you know, losing the first baby and just getting on to the next, you know, the next step and then the next, the next step and just trying to hit all those milestones, but she naps every day. You know, she's tired. Yeah. Um, Oh, that's good. Yeah. I mean, good signs, like good signs of being pregnant. She was nauseous for a bit, but not as Mm. much anymore. She was like super nauseous when we went to outside lands. That was tough. Mads never really got the super nausea. Mm. She, I mean, like upset stomach, but nothing more than that. Yeah. That's nice. We got lucky, I think. Yeah. I mean, Kenzie hasn't like thrown up or anything. So it's not like, like we, she's had friends who have like been oh, yeah. puking, you know. Well, you remember Fernie? Yeah, his wife. Mm. She got like this like gnarly uh, sickness. I think they would call it morning sickness. I forget. There's an acronym for it, but I'm not remembering it. To the point where it was like hospitalized and mm. like couldn't keep a drop of water down, oh. like crazy. Oh, so I mean, it can get really bad. I think that's terrible. Yeah. Thing. yeah well yeah besides that um i mean good signs of like being pregnant just it's just different you know mm-hmm. they just change and is she craving anything or anything like that yeah she's craving stuff all the time <laughs> sweets <laughs> okay. sweets okay. all the time it's hard because she's like playing like come on i'm pregnant you let me like you're trying not to get big with her yeah i'm not trying to do, <laughs> like eat all of these sweets um we went grocery shopping yesterday i was like okay hey, you can pick out one Maybe two things, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, because you know you're gonna crush it too. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. 
You want to know something that will maybe motivate you not to eat as many sweets mm. if you want that kind of motivation? Yeah. I guess hormone, like hormonally, the guy responds a little bit to the woman who's pregnant, uh-huh. just being around them. Yeah. And they become better at like storing fat or something like that. Mm. I think it. what I read was that it's almost in like preparation for like the longer nights that are to come, so yeah. to speak. That makes sense. I believe it. And I was like, so when I read that, I was like, I'm not getting fat. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're still like in a good rhythm of like going to the gym and stuff. So yeah, I don't no, feel I'm, too bad. I'm, going, I'm joking. Going to chalk. I don't know if it's possible to be get fat. You could eat anything. <laughs> that place is so difficult to work out. And, but yeah, that's it. I mean, work is work right now. It's challenging. I had a challenging day today. It was just one of those days where I've got, you know, five projects running and every person needs something at the same time. And it's extremely yeah. urgent and I, it's, I just can't I just, keep your head straight. I just thought of that song. It's just one of those days. Dude, that era of music was intense. I love that song too. <laughs> it's a great song. We probably get pumped up about by it. Um, before hockey games for sure definitely was who sang that song is, is it, it limp biscuit it's either limp biscuit or some 41 mm. i can't remember i think it's limp biscuit i think it is too yeah some 41 is not that dark no have have you ever seen um there's a documentary on the second woodstock that they had Mm-mm. i forget what it was like 1999 or something yeah, yeah yeah i think it was like late 90s early 2000s mm. And Limp Biscuit played at it, mm. and this is like this is a festival that was kind of like the opposite of what Woodstock was. Oh. It was like the antithesis in, <laughs> in a sense because it just devolved into like pure chaos at the end of it. Oh, and Limp Biscuit was a big part of like just going finally crazy. tipping it over the edge. Like they weren't the reason, yeah, that so much chaos ensued, mm-hmm. but they were like the match. That was covered in gasoline, so to speak. Yeah. And it's where a, was it? It was in like an abandoned, like military air force base. Oh. So there's like barracks and like yeah. it was out like I forget where it was, but it was super hot when they did it. Mm. And I wonder when the first like music festival started, because that was nineteen ninety nine. That feels like pre-coachella pre-alpuza well, stock a music festival yeah for sure so that was what in the 70s or well, 60s it, yeah but we have like a culture of it like it's every year there's five major music festivals yeah you know like not just woodstock was once in a lifetime so you are you, is your question when did the first recurring mm-hmm. okay yeah because 1999 feels like coachella wasn't happening then yeah maybe not i don't know i don't think so i don't know the history of any i remember really i remember them in like high school it was starting it's an interesting documentary though yeah it's like (laughs) when you don't plan ahead organize well things can go wrong (laughs) sounds like a fire fest (laughs) yeah it was like it was it wasn't exactly like that because Mm -hmm. It was more legit. Maybe a little bit more legit, yeah. but it turned out to be just as chaotic probably. Mm. Like basically get burnt to the ground. Jeez. Yeah. 
It's it's crazy how much power an artist can have at a concert. Well, and when there's a ton of people listening to that one person. Even last weekend, like he could have easily got on a soapbox about something and could have really riled people up. Yeah, okay. So do you wanna do we wanna start changing gears into that no um how are you doing oh oh <laughs> you go you want to talk about me yeah let's talk about you now <laughs> how's how are you how's mads how's Bo? Bo's doing good um man there was one night this week that he slept like seven hours straight and then we like woke up and we we're like is he okay <laughs> i think everybody probably experiences that when they're like did you guys sleep the whole time yeah Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wake up like in shock. Like <laughs> right. What? Or like, is everything okay? It's morning. <laughs> yeah, you're like instantly worried that he's not okay. Yeah. Because that's the longest he slept straight. Yeah. Right. Um. So yeah, that was. He's been doing five hours. I would say pretty consistently this past week and mm-hmm. this week. So, that is such a gift. That's nice. Yeah, and really for Mads, especially because feeding imagine waking up in the middle of the night and then you have to like feed for an hour and not fall asleep Mm. and then you have to get the baby back down Mm. and they're like it's a lot of work hopefully not fussy hopefully not spitting up he there's this thing like in the middle of night sometimes he's like i think he drinks too fast and then he'll spit up when he lays down Mm. and that'll kind of wake him up and if you get the hiccups man it's bad news bears oh really yeah because they it keeps him up Oh yeah. Um, so do you? So if he sleeps like five hours or even less, yeah, get him up, feed him. Yep, he usually wakes up because he's hungry. Yeah, then change him, change him, and then go back to sleep. And then do you go back to? Are you able to like shut down again? Oh yeah, yeah, you're right back out. Yeah. Nice. Both of us tired. Yeah. No. Yeah, you're not staying up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and there's this stuff that we just discovered. It's like this like water that you can give them to stop the hiccups and stuff. Then mm. it's like kind of a magical thing to, that we ex, that we like experimented with today. Yeah. It worked. That's cool. I think it's called like ripe water or gripe water. I forget. Man, could you imagine having a baby without the internet? <laughs> you know? It's so funny because <laughs> I, I was talking to Madison about this the other day. I was like, how many Google searches do you think we've done so far? Yeah. And like YouTube videos and it's like so such a wealth of information mm-hmm. you know sometimes there can be like too much information about something in terms of like everybody one person saying this the other person saying that like yeah. how do you decide yeah that certainly that can be a challenge but sure. i think you end up picking what you feel in your gut is kind of like the right call for yeah. that situation at least you have choices yeah rather than i have no idea what to do yeah we we felt that when like in the midst of losing the our first baby sure because we were at home and we were talking to the nurse and one nurse would be like okay you're okay the next nurse would be like you need to come in whoa and then we're looking on the internet we're like what's normal what's you know trying to compare everything we're like should we go in do we need to go in and we ended up choosing not to and it was probably like the best choice not to because it, it everything happened at home like Safe space. Safe space and like just not in front of people. Not in front of people. No medical stuff. It just like was natural and like her body did what her body does, you know, and it wasn't. um, 
Yeah, I I could imagine there's probably not a lot of Instagrams about that. No. Yeah. But there are some gnarly photos on Google. Oh. Yeah. So yeah, it's been fun with him and I it's so much fun when he falls asleep on me. It just feels so mm-hmm. good. Yeah. It's like, "Oh, yes." <laughs> He likes me. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to love you. <laughs> he likes me. And uh, it's fun right now. We've been trying to go for a walk because we got to walk Rand- our dog Randall in the mm. afternoon. And so Mads has been able to start coming on those and she'll walk the dog and I'll push. I love pushing the stroller. Oh, fun. It's so much fun watching him. He's <laughs> usually passed out. Yeah. Um, so we kind of have a little walking routine at the moment. Nice. Mads is starting to exp- like do some adventures. Like she went and saw Mackenzie Rowe and Mackenzie Rowe's sister. They like went to the mall. Oh, cool. And that was a big deal for her. Mm-hmm. You know, she had to get the stroller in the car, get him in the uh, car seat, drive, come back. The all this. whole thing, yeah. It's a thing. And then, you know... You, you're hoping that you hit a good window where he's like fed and then get back before he's like angry because he needs to feed again because mm. C- they don't know how to communicate any other way you know yeah. they're just gonna cry when they're hungry so yeah yeah it's been fun you feel like uh more connected to each other or at least we have mm. which has been cool too how so I think it's just, it's like, it's not easy. So doing something that's hard together and like helping some, helping your spouse when they need help. Mm -hmm. I don't know that, you know, that feels good in the sense that it's like, oh, that person's willing to like do this for me Mm -hmm. or like willing to help with this or that. Yeah. And like not do it because it's their turn or like, uh for some other reason yeah so i don't know that's been i think it, it, as soon as i saw mads go through that i was instantly like i have to really <laughs> help yeah because that was insane what she was willing or willing and able to do yeah yeah so and, and what she continues to do it's honestly like amazing to see somebody go through that and then be asked to breastfeed every two hours and yeah do nuts. all and care for this baby and not sleep and heal and figure out how to breastfeed and there's so much new and you are so tired and physically taxed from the actual pregnancy and then birth process yeah so i mean what you instantly become humbled and you're like, I can, I can pitch in a little bit here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. It's wild. Cause our parents did that for us. <laughs> that, oh, that's actually been kind of a cool thing too, is like instantly you think about your parents and mm-hmm. like what they've done. And yeah, there's a different connection there too. Yeah. But yeah. Have you talked about it with your parents? Yeah. They came out. So now, now all of our family's gone. Uh, they came out and visited her, her parents, my parents. Um, so yeah, that was super helpful to have them in the beginning because yeah. just having somebody to be able to hold them while we like go to the bathroom or eat some food or yeah, take a shower or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
but yeah, it was, it, it felt like a connecting bonding moment too. Cause they're like, okay, now they can kind of understand what we've gone through with them too. Mm. Yeah. So it's, we've definitely talked about it. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I think you like naturally ask questions about your own birth too. It's like, what was, so what was that like? And then you like understand it a little bit more. Yeah. 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 I'm really curious. Uh, it sounds like both you or both Mads and Mackenzie Rowe had similar like labor experiences as their moms. And Mm. so that's when we were like, we should explore what Mackenzie's mom's labor experience was like so that we can like mentally prepare for what it could potentially be like. That's actually a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it it sounds like it was pretty similar to Mads' mom. Yeah. Yeah. Wild and fast. (laughs) 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 <laughs> I wouldn't have it any other way <laughs> Dude, I, maybe not quite as fast would have been a little better but overall it's hard to complain yeah he's healthy she's healthy yeah that's cool okay so we're gonna talk about the concert and whatever else comes up yeah kind of a random one random one just for fun because we um well, we've been trying to navigate a little bit around schedule with the newborn baby mm-hmm. and then also trying to get guests. Yeah, so our time has been a little more limited and yeah. and then just we haven't uh, fully... It's hard to like... Because we're... It's not like we're like just asking basically our friends to come on. So yeah, we gotta, which, there's just a lot of schedule managing to happen. Which we haven't really put much effort into yet. So no. now, now that we will. Yeah. And now that we kind of know we want to and yeah, um, things have calmed down a little bit. I feel like mm. getting past the month mark is a big hurdle Yeah, for us. Yeah, that's helpful. Yeah. So we're getting there for every, everyone, anyone who's listening right now. Yeah. And if you have an idea for a guest or if you want to be a guest, mm-hmm. You know, definitely let us know. Yeah, it'd be a lot of fun. We're open to doing. We can make phone calls. We can make phone calls, Um, and we can really talk about anything. I think all of us have some sort of interesting story to tell, and we can yeah prod into and ask some questions. It doesn't have to be. I know we've talked about hockey and faith, and Dylan talked about soccer. Like it doesn't have to be. No, you don't have to be a professional athlete or anything like that. It can just be about your work journey or your yeah if you if you're feeling if you're sitting there and you're like oh yeah i want to do this with them um this is your son and, yeah exactly <laughs> and and you know there's something that you want to talk about perhaps or that would be a good conversation yes yeah let us know we're down this is like a let this be your son this is like a the altar call exactly <laughs> If you feel an inclination from God right now, <laughs> come to the you? front and we'll pray for you. <laughs> we'll put our hands on you. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, so when we did the the episode talking about music, we talked about Incubus and we're like, they're playing a show soon and it's a special show. We should go. Well, we didn't. You did, I okay. think. And I, I think you got to get some credit there because it was ended up being so much fun but i'm terrible at looking at concerts Mm -hmm. because i kind of hate being in large crowds yeah me too but then you get there and you get to your spot and you figure it out and you're like okay i'm glad i did this yeah so i was kind of glad that you bought the tickets and were like hey you want to do this because then i was like 
I'm going to know all the songs. It's going to be fun. Like, yeah. Yeah, I I agree. That show was bigger than I would like to go to. Sure. Um, I like small shows. That was kind of, so when we got there, it's at the Hollywood Bowl, mm-hmm. which I'd never been to before. You've been there once, you said? Yeah, just once. <laughs> and we were kind of like, how many people are here, do you think? Because I think it was sold out. Yeah. And you kind of guessed it pretty well. I had a big range. I, I guess ten to 20,000 people. In terms of stadiums, though, that's not that big of a range. I guess, yeah. Um, and you guessed maybe what, I'm wrong 10? There. Did you guess 10? I guess. Yeah, I think I guessed 10. Mm. So I was under. Yeah. And it was, what, 17,500? Mm-hmm. 17, yeah crazy i mean there's a lot of people there and it's a i mean it's an open air amphitheater in like a little canyon on like but like you're you can see the hollywood sign the back of the hollywood sign that's that's actually funny because we were sitting there and it was dark when we got there Uh and i remember looking up at the like backdrop to it Mm -hmm. which is the hollywood sign yeah but it was too dark to see the sign really well and there was just these like lights like on the hill kind of above it. Mm-hmm. It was like above the stage too. Oh. Or not above the stage, yes. but if you look at the stage and look directly up at the very top of the hill is the, the lights. So you had to like squint really hard in order to actually see that the sign was there. Mm. And before I did that, I just saw the like normal lights. I don't know what they're on. Maybe just like some tower or something. Mm-hmm. I was like, that kind of... I think my my brain recognized the image as like, I've seen this backdrop before mm. and i, I kind of had this feeling like i was like i feel like the hollywood sign is like in this vicinity and i mean we're at the hollywood bowl so that makes sense but yeah I was, and so i squinted a little harder and i was like that is the sign <laughs> of course it is <laughs> yeah. i was like we're at the hollywood bowl okay it makes perfect sense that it's like <laughs> in the backdrop yeah i know it's so cool it's such a like iconic venue just yeah it feels like a legendary place to oh. be I guess I was just laughing at myself a little bit. I was like, you idiot. Of course, the Hollywood sign is like in the background. Like, I didn't I didn't realize it was at first either. So yeah. I'm with you. It was funny. Yeah. But it was, yeah, it was, it was pat, like, I mean, it didn't, it felt crowded, but it didn't feel like over, like not outside lines crowded. <laughs> okay. <right? laughs> okay. Talk to him. Talk about where we sat. Like oh our specific seats. So, so I've been to the Hollywood Bowl one time. And I, we saw Wolfpack, and we just got good seats, lower seats. And, and Wolfpack wasn't probably as big at the time. They weren't as big, so the seats were like a good price. And I was like, oh, this... I didn't realize that... I just figured, oh, every seat at Hollywood Bowl is a good seat. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> You're not we can't wrong. go wrong. You're not wrong. No, yeah, it was great. But <laughs> we are just like where our seats we have no idea we had to take like three escalators or three <laughs> sets of stairs dude you're literally climbing a mountain <laughs> to get to your seat literally if you're, you're up in the higher spot yeah and then we so we get to our section i remember we brought like you were wearing a, a jacket uh-huh. and i brought a sweatshirt mm-hmm. instantly you're like hot hot because you're climbing yeah <laughs> like we're, i'm okay, like i'm sweating right where, now. where are we going <laughs> and because i'm like i bought these tickets i didn't think i seriously which is not like me to not think visualize where the seats are okay before buying them i just bought them i just bought i love them. that i didn't think anything about it 
Yeah, you definitely would typically kind of meticulously comb over oh, yeah. the options, I feel like. I did not. I think I was like, this is going to show sell out. I got to get tickets now. I mean, considering you didn't do any research, I feel like we got a pretty good spot. Yeah, for sure. So we got up to our section, and the sections were all like benches, like, in, like an amphitheater is, you know? Like with bleachers. Back. Bleachers. Bench with, with the back, though. Bench with the back, which is great. That is like... Not often do you get the back. No. In case you just need to take a five. Yeah. But we did stand the whole time. I was When we saw Wolf, most people sat. Or we sat for the whole show. So was, It would have been weird <laughs> sitting down for that show, I think. It would have been. This is different energy. Yeah. So we got we get up to the section and our <laughs> row, like our row where our seats are, our seats are smack dab in the middle, in the direct middle of these massive bleachers. And it looks like there our seats are taken. <laughs> <laughs> the whole row looks full. The whole row looks full, and we're like, we we go up and we're like, okay, we're gonna we have to ask everyone to move. So <laughs> it that was, it was great when we re, when when we realized that we were in the middle of this bench. Uh-huh. Seeing your face was so priceless because <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh, you could see how uncomfortable you were. <laughs> so uncomfortable <laughs> i made us walk to the other side to see so if there was good. a better way to get into the middle i was wrong i was confused and we went back around really we were hopeful we were like there's got to be a better way <laughs> yeah. like, please be a better way we there was a moment where we were like what do we do do we go in do we ask that was them you yeah. yeah you're like should can i like squeeze by these people yeah and I think at some point we were just like, dude, let's not overreact. Let's just, yeah. Where else else would we go? There's no other seats. So we went in and everyone, I mean the seat, there's not a lot of room. So you have to like, if you're the person on the bench already and someone's walking through, you have to like get up and stand on the bench to let somebody buy. Yeah. That's how tight it was. And (laughs) and we're not small human beings. (laughs) So nobody wants us coming in. (laughs) You just think like everybody looks and like these Dudes are huge. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to take up so much space. It's like uh, walking down a Southwest flight, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like nobody wants you to sit by them. We don't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we made it to the middle and it was, I mean, it was fine. It wasn't the most comfortable. Like, we, I mean, you, you had a tough situation with the guy in front of you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this guy in front of me, I don't know. He's younger than us. And probably drunker and like... I couldn't tell if he was drunk or he just didn't want to be there. Couldn't tell either. Yeah. Or maybe it was something else. I don't know. But yeah. he, he was up and down so often throughout the concert. And when he sat down, you know, when you sit down and you have a back, you kind of like lean back mm-hmm. and you kind of like let your head go back. Yeah. Well, that's like right where my nuts are. <laughs> <laughs> if he leans back too fast and does a head bob too Boom. fast... <laughs> I'm going down. <laughs> and so the whole time I'm like having to like make sure that he's not, if I see him going down, I'm like, Ugh, like bracing a oh little my bit. God. Dude, how vulnerable did you feel? Like the when he was show? sitting down, I felt vulnerable. But when he was standing up, totally normal. Yeah. But he just did it so often. I was like, choose a, choose what you want to do. Yeah. And he was stay like, there for a bit. He was like scrolling at one point. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> and it, um, we didn't have any like wiggle room hor- next to us. So Later- like you, laterally. laterally, I was going to say horizontally. <laughs> laterally. Um, so yeah, you couldn't like sh- shift over at all 
to get out of that death zone of getting headbutted in the nuts. Yeah. I was trying to. It help. was fine though. I mean, I'm I'm making I'm over dramatizing it a bit, but right. it's funny. It was funny. It was a just a funny concept of where we were. Yeah. So we're we're smushed in between a bunch of people. And but it it was great. I mean, I had a blast. I have a question. Uh-huh. Did you so before the concert, are you the person that like listens to their songs all mm-hmm. week or listens to any of it or like you know maybe it's not their songs but you listen to interviews or something like that yeah i i learned so last time i saw cory wong like almost a year ago yeah i hadn't listened to him for a while and i left the show wishing that i had and and why because well that is it's different from incubus and from last week i think because his it's like mostly instrumental so, oh, okay. so you're, it's not, there's not a lot of singing. Like they're not like classic songs that you just like Incubus is like classic songs. You will never forget those songs. Yeah. You, you listen know? to them enough during a period of time. It's hard to forget. Yeah. And Corey Wong like has so much music and it all like, so if I would have been caught up to date with his, like, go, I just love like seeing those type of guys in a live show and knowing their music well enough to see what they do live okay. like how they you have that like how they change it how live they live comparison in your head yeah okay. like how they like what what's different between the live like they play the live oh he version. played that solo a little longer than usual and added like a little like, yeah reverb there yeah that i wasn't expecting or to see him like push like he like pushes the limits he does okay. stuff that's like out there and so to be able to recognize because i feel like the the cory wong the Wolfpack type shows they they have a crowd an audience that's very like it's a musical audience yeah so people are very in tune to what's happening in a musical way it's like if you go to a hockey game like you know you feel it it's the same thing so i want to be in tune to that because i think that makes the show so much more fun yeah Um, that makes sense they're much more like tech i don't know that they're more technical than incubus but they are a technical band yes yeah yeah, I mean, it's all just music the whole time, pretty much, yeah. right? Um, so that has made me want to listen to the music before and get kind of... Sure. So I listened I listened for like a week or so. of just I listened to the Morning View album, and then I listened to some of their live recordings because they have great like, they studio have so recordings. They have live ones. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I don't know when it was. It was during the pandemic, I think. They, they did a live recording of morning view mm. at the house that they recorded it oh at. yeah yeah that's what i was watching yeah mm-hmm. i i didn't w- listen to any of it before probably more so because you have a baby and i just didn't yeah have the time mostly but mm-hmm. then at the same time i was kind of happy i didn't because then it was like all this nostalgia came back during the concert mm. and it was like just like so many memories yeah kind of came for the first time in a long time yeah which i thought was kind of fun that's really cool i know it's it's wild how their music is just like it's transcended the last 20 years you know like it's just it's 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 been a good uh it's no taylor swift maybe transcendent wise sure yeah of course for us yeah we listened to it a lot at one point in Uh college it sounds like both of us yeah they're definitely like a big time artist and um yeah and they had uh yeah i don't know where you want to go next but 
I I ended up listening a lot. I've been listening to it a lot after because mm. it kind of got me fired up going to the concert. Yeah, and I was they had a different bass guitar player. Mm-hmm. It was a it was a woman. Yeah, Nicole Rowe, I think is her name. Mm. And I was like, okay, so how did she how did she get this gig? Like, you know, what happened? Yeah, and so apparently they're normal bass guitarist, and I'm sorry, I don't remember his name right now. You can tell I'm not like a Uber fan by <laughs> by that, but um, that's okay. He had brain surgery to remove like a tumor. Whoa! So recently, it must have been recent enough. She's been on their tour, right? Yeah, yeah. So when they started the tour, I don't know when they started it. It it was too close. Like it was during his recovery period. Mm. So she the the way that she got it is kind of interesting though, because. It doesn't sound like she was like uh, a part of the band ever. And then her previous band she was touring with was uh, Panic at the Disco. Oh, wow. And she wasn't, I don't think she was originally part of that band either. Mm. But they like, Panic at the Disco needed somebody kind of in a pinch for their tour. And, you know, they, somebody recommended her, I think maybe her agent or someone she knew in the music industry and got that gig. And then the same agent or someone else um, in the music industry recommended her to Incubus and they like DM'd her through social media. Oh, wow. And she said that um, I was watching an interview of her and because the guy was asking like, so how, what was this like? Because kind of a whirlwind for her, you mm-hmm. know, like yeah, um, that's a, playing like with these huge, huge bands. Yeah. Yeah. And She's like, yeah, it made me rethink how I present myself and like my Instagram because I guess that was the first thing that they looked up to mm-hmm. see if like how I played, mm-hmm. get an idea of what she did musically. Yeah. Which I was like, wow, that is, okay, another aspect of your resume that you didn't expect. Yeah. Probably more so for a musician Some, too. If, yeah, because you can put that kind of stuff on there. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you could, I mean, you could totally be, you could make a little side hustle on like coding or something. On yeah. your, I mean, you, I could do it for construction yep. on Instagram or TikTok or YouTube or whatever. Yeah. It's another source of marketing yourself. Yeah. Your personal brand or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I think it's kind of regular. I've seen other bands doing similar, you know, where they're touring and one person just like has other commitments and can't make it. They could be touring with another band and they have to find, I, cause I was watching a Corey Wong, um, show from like brussels from last week he's in europe right belgium? now yeah in belgium and his the bassist his main bassist like couldn't do the europe tour or something okay so a guy had dm'd him a while back Dude, on you instagram can, you can shoot your shot in this day and age he did and they came back and were like here are 40 songs you have five days oh. learn them and you're on you're on with us for the next like 40 month. songs something like that good lord maybe it was that 20 i don't know but dude and watching him play it was amazing i like that's like incredible nothing. like he didn't push the limits like some other guys have done but he like played really solid and really like he played true to the music i wonder if you get so good at an instrument you're like well I know it enough where I'll be able to kind of, and they don't care that it's absolutely perfect. Yeah, I think so. I wonder. Okay. I, I think so. 
There's um, that's got to be so exhilarating to do that. Yeah, this bassist Victor Wooten has okay. played with Corey Wong, has toured with him, and watching him is like that guy. That bass is a part of him. That's so cool. It's just it's like second nature. I thought she did good for Incubus. I, I thought she did too. Yeah, yeah. For the little I know about bass guitarists. Yeah, yeah, she did good, dude. Brandon Boyd is just. I mean, in college he was like my favorite singer for sure he probably is still up there mm-hmm. um i remember in college when i was starting to learn guitar i would like learn incubus songs and like sing with him in the car and stuff trying to learn how to sing along with him yeah like um he is hard to sing along to like adele is hard to sing along to yeah they just hit notes that's like they could oh, be out did there you do that yeah hard <laughs> at times hard to sing along <laughs> yeah um yeah, I, I love him. And then their guitarist, Mike Etzinger, Etzinger, something like that. Yeah. He's I don't cool. know his last name, but it I know was, his name is Mike. It was cool. He brought his family out. His his wife played violin, and then his kids came out and played too. I thought that was so cool just because we just had Bo, and I was like having one of those moments where I was like, that is amazing to like bring your kids into your world yeah. and have them be a part of it yeah. in such a cool way. Yeah. And it's like their hometown show, basically. Reunion. It was sick. I wonder what it was like for those kids to be on a stage like they that. They probably loved it. Oh, it was yeah. probably nerve-wracking, but they, maybe they have before. I don't know. But they looked young enough where it could have been their first time. Yeah. It felt like it. Yeah. It felt like they were hyping it up that way. What a cool memory that would be. That'd be amazing. They they got upstaged big time, unfortunately. They're the guest <laughs> appearance? Yeah. So they... I, I was like... You, I told Madison, I said, you will never guess who yeah. their guest appearance was. And she's like, okay, who? Give me a hint. And I was like, it's a female artist. She sings and she plays an instrument. Mm. She's like, okay, I don't know. She, you know, rattled off a couple of guests. Not even close. Not close. And then I, I wish I could remember who she guessed, but it was like way off. <laughs> and, and I was like, okay, the instrument that she played is the flute and she's like well what the heck i don't, she's like, I don't know anybody who plays <laughs> the flute help, yeah I've, I've watched some interviews of her so i knew that she played the flute actually mm-hmm. yeah and she she played on um what's the song it's like down the river what's it what's the name of it oh uh a, a, a aquas aqueous a, aqueous trans- transmission a, aqueous yeah down the river so yeah. close yeah uh, <laughs> that's what they say he sings in it right so i was like all right you want to want me to tell you who and she's like yeah yeah just tell me and i was like lizzo and she's like what <laughs> dude the place went nuts well they they announced like we got some special guests mike's kids and they like announced <laughs> them, and then we got another special guest and people were like clapping like yeah and then and they're like then we got another one lizzo and the place <laughs> blew up they're like what I want to know the backstory to that so bad. I feel like she's friends with Brandon Boyd or something. What I was, the, here's here's what I hope mm-hmm. kind of was part of it too, is that she made it big, right? And she became Lizzo. Yeah. And she played the flute. And then she met the band or, or met Brandon. And yeah. he's like, and she's like, I used to play flute to aqueous transmission all the time that would be cool and then he's like you gotta play with us yeah like how cool of a story would that be that would be really sick so i'm just gonna say that was that's the story yeah in my head it seemed like i looked at like both their like 
Instagram uh-huh. and it seemed like she was like, I can't believe I just played with Incubus. That's cool. Which is so cool. It's yeah. so wild to cross, like you would never think to cross those two genres like that. It's such a unique song too. I kind of hoped she would sing on a song too. That would have been sick. Yeah. Well, I don't know how. She did but, sing, but it was like harmonized yeah. with the rest of the, yeah. with him and whoever else was singing. Yeah. Like a little Lizzo energy would have been pretty fun. What if they had like, so a couple times during the song, or sorry, during the concert, they like blended a song into like an old song. Yeah, they did. Um, in Are You In, they did The Doors. Yeah. They did um, Riders in the Sky. Yeah. Is that what the song's called? Riders on, what is it? Riders on the Storm? Riders on the Storm, yeah. The Doors. And then they they ended it with another song too, I, know, I thought. and I'm forgetting it right I now. I can't remember what it is That's, either. But it was another like, infamous song yeah it was a beatles song yeah well they did the beatles song did they do the whole song or did they end because are you in had like two covers in it maybe it was the beatles song i think it was the beatles that was yeah it. yeah like I, come together yeah yes because right i because i think are you in and like come together was like ah. unity yeah theme yeah <laughs> for sure yeah it was it was really interesting i'm curious what it was like it's like for them to play that whole album that they wrote 20 years ago. Like, can you imagine like 20 years ago we were what in grade school, you know, like if you like, think about how much has changed in your life. I was 10 when it came out. Yeah. And I'm 32 now. Yeah. Like imagine if you created something when you were 10, I mean, it's hard to scale. It's hard to scale that for us right at 10 years old. But, but think about the growth that, occurs in a person over 20 years and to play something like what if you don't agree with what you wrote 20 years ago i got it that would be hard to play it yes you know which is what's so cool about the album Mm -hmm. because i do think it's like a an album that you could listen to when you're in college or when you're an adult or whenever like um it doesn't feel like it's like so teen angsty Mm -hmm. that you're like I wouldn't really listen to that now. Yeah. Um, I think if I was, if I was them, it would be fun for the night to like be taken back to that moment in time in my life. Mm, Yeah. And like, be like, I'm just going to pretend like I'm like 20 years old again. Yeah. And just like soak this all in. Yeah. That's cool. With the added aspect of like, this is a reunion and everybody already knows this and loves it. Yeah. Who's here. That's got to be a wild feeling. Because there's nobody who's like, that's not, maybe not true, but there's a very little number of people there that are just hearing Incubus for the first time, probably. Oh. Or hearing that album. I've had zero people. Yeah. Yeah. Close. Yeah. Maybe somebody got dragged there. I don't know. But. Okay. Uh, one question I have for you. Uh-huh. So you've been to a Wolfpack, Wolfpack uh, concert, not too, not not in the too far distant past, which is a totally different vibe. Yeah. Than this concert. Mm. What did you, you know, in like what you do during a concert changes based on the type of music it is too. Yeah. What did you think? Did you feel like you had to get into that like style of music? Like as you're physically like bobbing your head or like, you know, singing along. Did yeah. it feel different? Oh yeah. I, there was an acclimation period to the show yeah. for me. Okay. Cause there were, you know, I, I'm, I'm very used to the Wolfpack 
the Corey Wong, like all those bands right now that even like Parcels, I've been watching a lot mm-hmm. of Parcels lately. Um, What's the French band you like a lot? Too? La Imperatrice. Yeah. Yeah. They're similar. Yeah. Like these, like they're like a mix between a jam band, but they also have like songs with, you know, singing and stuff. Mm-hmm. But their live shows, they let people play. Like, like in a, a song that's on the radio, there's a guitar riff and it's like only so long and yeah. Incubus stuck to it, you know, like they played the songs exactly as they were recorded, which is, is amazing in itself. But I'm kind of looking for like, what are you going to do different? What are you going to like, how's your bass guitar going to like do something crazy, you know? And it's a lot harder to catch in those shows I think, and it's a lot shorter of a time period. Mm-hmm. Like I want to be, I want to be wrapped up in it. I want, I want to like music to me. Just and going to concerts, like I just feel like you can get in a in a flow state mm-hmm. with it all. And I, I'm just especially because everybody's kind of experiencing it together. Yeah, that's what I love about it. So that that was, I was looking for that for a minute, and I was like, okay, that's not what this. Like I was trying to put my current concert music taste onto what that was. Okay. And I was like, okay, I need to go back in time <laughs> and get into my incubus. Yeah. Like I need to get into this music and appreciate it for what it is. And it took me like a few songs to get there. Yeah. I think there's like an acclimation period too. Mm-hmm. Cause I just haven't been the last time I went to a concert that was probably similar to that was probably in college. Mm. Probably like when we went and saw one of the like reggae rock kind of songs. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was like a little bit more up tempo. Mm. Like the beats per minute are definitely higher. Yeah. And maybe even maybe even not since I saw the band Tool at Lollapalooza, was it like that up tempo or like had that much like rock in a it? Rock band, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 very interesting. I also what um it was kind of fun with that energy. Like it got me like hyped up. Yeah. At first I was like, oh, I haven't done this. I haven't been in this kind of like energy while listening to music in a while, especially at a concert. And then after a couple of songs, I was like, screw it. Like just embrace it. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think about like going to a concert like now? as a 32 year old Hmm. just had a baby versus like (laughs) in college or high school, you know, like, yeah. What, what does that feel like? Well, the, the, that music feels like a younger man's kind of music in some sense. Yeah. And I think as you get older, or at least this has been true for me, you start to appreciate the bands that are a little bit more instrumental or, musically skilled in some sense mm-hmm. just because there's it's hard to have good lyrics yeah and sometimes they're, they're cheesy or they're like become outdated quickly or mm-hmm. and it didn't really feel like that but the with incubus which was nice and it yeah it felt like a, a total different different energy so i think at first kind of feeling like oh this is like not something I've done recently. So a mm. little rusty, we'll say, mm. Mm. in terms of like, how do I act at a concert? And like, should you even be worried about that? Yeah. So I think after, you know, a song or two, I was like, 
maybe that's the the plus side of being a little older. You're like, screw it a little care. bit quicker. Yeah. You're like, I care a lot less about what other people think mm-hmm. or what Joe thinks or, mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, just do whatever you want. I'm just going to enjoy this. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to headbang a little bit, headbang. Yeah, if you want to, Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> if you want to chest bump the guy next to you, do it. Who cares? <laughs> I didn't do that. But. <laughs> you almost got uh, nut tapped by the guy in front of you. <laughs> oh, that just made me think of you trying to take a video. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I had good intentions about this. This, this should, yeah, what is it like? First, before you talk about what happened, just to lead into this, <laughs> yeah. what is your thought about taking videos and pictures at a concert? I, I'm i not that interested. Okay. I, I think um, if I think, oh, I want to take a photo, I, I like look one more time. I'm like, can I remember this moment? Yeah. You know, and um, because nine times out of 10, the somebody else is going to post it on youtube or something so i don't really need to take a like video you know yeah um so yeah i'm not i'm not really into it if you do it once i'm like i'm cool with that you know like take one photo or one video and then the rest of the time i'm I'm trying to like connect and not be yeah. on my phone it's nice that i don't know do you ever have a time where you just end up going through your camp like your camera roll on your phone yeah. Is there is there a consistent time that happens for you? Uh consistent time that I go through my camera phone? Where you're like, phone? oh I'm in the situation, I'm just ended up going through my camera phone again. Oh yeah, yeah, I do. A good amount. When? I like uh how often? Or is there uh, like instead of scrolling, sometimes I'm like, I don't want to yeah. scroll. I'm gonna scroll through my own photos and be like, what happened? today a year ago two years ago yeah that kind of thing yeah yep, okay even instagram i do it on too mads and i do it a lot when we're like on the plane when we don't have wi-fi ah that's fun and so i i feel like i end up doing it a lot when i'm yeah on the plane that's when it's nice to have to take one yeah. photo and be like okay I remember. exactly you know that yes. was that was great that was in in that time frame of my photo life like, oh yeah i went to that concert <laughs> that year yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I think it's worth it to take a photo for that sake. Okay, sure. so how did your one photo <laughs> attempt go? Uh, it went horribly. <laughs> I felt like an old person who didn't know <laughs> so how to work good. their phone. It was so it's dark out there, right? Uh, well, okay, so I'm I'm thinking about like they're gonna play the song "Dig" pretty soon. It's on the encore, and this song reminds me of our buddy chad hudson oh yeah yeah yeah. that's what you said um who we played with with chad in at ou in college and then um but i also played with him in dallas like 18 unders my first year and he would drive my roommate high school in high school yeah he would drive my roommate and i everywhere because we didn't have a car we didn't have a license okay um and there was, I just remember like a memory of him putting on, I think, I feel like he had a CD or maybe. It was definitely a CD. It would have been a CD or an iP- the old iPod or something. No, it was a CD. You don't think iPod? I think we had iPods in high school. If it yeah, w- we did. We had iPhones in high school. 100%. It could have been. Could have been. But I, f- I do feel like it was a CD. And I just remember him putting on Dick. And being like the song is just like my my song. It's my jam right now. 
We would listen to it in his truck ripping around <laughs> Texas. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? Huddy just got married. Jake's just went and connect, you know, I'm like, ah, I think it'd be fun, cool to take a video and send it to him and be like, hey, hey, uh, thought of you in the song. Hope you're doing well, man. Thinking of you. Thinking of you. Just thinking of you. And, and so I pull out my phone the one time to take a video <laughs> and I hit record and the flash comes on and just blinds everyone around us. <laughs> <laughs> or it probably didn't blind anyone, but it felt like it. Oh, I, yeah. And I turned it off so fast. I was so <laughs> embarrassed. And I, I sat there, I was like, do I do this again? <laughs> well, do we I were, try again? We were laughing pretty hard. <laughs> you were laughing so hard. And I didn't do it. I turned the flash on and I was like, what if it doesn't work? What oh yeah. Now the fear of up? like doing it a second time on accident. <laughs> yeah. Cause you don't always get to, you don't always turn off the flash perfectly. Mm-mm. Even when you try. No, I turned it off and then it, like said it was like a timer exactly i don't use my camera exactly. enough to know exactly. how to yeah. use it and i was so scared i just put it away so huddy <laughs> if if you're listening to this man i was thinking of you during during dig when we saw incubus oh, it was great so funny i i took a picture before the concert started mm-hmm. that like, was a good call and then i tried to take one during like the encore mm-hmm. and i the one during the, it's <laughs> it so bad so bad it's such a bad photo We're too far away <laughs> My gosh, it just looks like the crappiest photograph. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you took one before. So, I think I saved it, so I don't, it's in my camera roll history. Yeah, I don't know if it's even that is that great, but it was better than the one I tried to take during the concert. Yeah. <laughs> Do you normally record? You didn't record anything during that show. No, I kind of, I kind of can't stand when people are watching the concert through their phone almost it's interesting huh i just don't well it's like as soon as the show started and the big songs you can see everyone with their phone out it's not everybody but it's a lot of people and it's it's not how i want to experience the concert i guess yeah i agree and i I mean your arms gotta get tired holding that thing up yeah for that long but yeah i don't know it just seems but those some of those people posted on YouTube and I can watch the <laughs> the video again. Sure. Thank you. Sure, sure, sure. But I don't like watching people's phone. Yeah, you're gonna videos. get motion sickness in yeah. like a minute. I mean the quality's good enough now where you can really watch it. Some are. Yeah. Some are. Yeah. Yeah. But the quality is so good on YouTube that the quality of a phone versus what a lot of people do in producing YouTube videos is mm-hmm. still less. Mm. In my opinion. Yeah. Because like some, a lot of people have like legit cameras that they record. Yeah. I know that's, that's interesting. <laughs> Jake sent me a video recently of a, like old video of somebody playing like acoustic and it was just crap like yeah. video. And I was like, Jake, what are you watching? This isn't worth it. Like right. watch a good video now. Like there's good quality music on YouTube. Video snobs. It's not like, like when we were in college, we were watching some pretty crappy videos because that's all we had. I remember watching um, Jeff Weir's, the guy from The Expendables. Mm-hmm. I would watch his acoustic videos over and over and over again. Sure. Yeah, imagine if we were just talking into like our phone right now. Mm-hmm. Like nobody would listen. No. Because the quality would be yeah, so pe- bad. I've heard that people just listen and fall asleep to the sound, soothing vo- our voices. Yeah. The sounds of our voices. You know what I've thought of? I was like, 
I bet you I could get chat GPT to write me like, let's say it's just a paragraph, write me 10 paragraphs that are like supposed to be like soothing. Mm. So someone could put it on and it'd be like a calming thing. Ooh. It's like, I wonder, cause I kind of have one of those like, uh, calmer voices mm-hmm. and I'm not like a, I don't have a lot of different inflection points when I talk, I would yeah. say. And I was like, I wonder if I could do that. Dude, actually, we were talking about Udemy. Udemy? Yeah, the like uh, online course. Yeah. I wonder if there's uh, cl- courses to help teach you uh, um, how to make your voice, do your voice, like do voice stuff. Because both you and Mads. Yeah, I know. Mads' voice would be really cool. Dude, Mads could be such a great voice actor i know the, w- when you look at people that are voice actors uh-huh. they get so serious about it they have like noise canceling rooms that are like padded and like oh you know, yeah amazing microphones and like if you go on like upwork or fiverr or whatever and you're like mm-hmm. looking for a voice actor yeah they are professional well yeah it makes sense and I, uh, I was telling Mads, I was like, we, you, you could do this. Like your voice is unique. Dude. You could definitely do this. She could. I was watching a, a YouTube video or like a short of a guy having, he was at like a convention of some, it was like an anime convention and some voice actors from shows, he's having them like say something in character mm-hmm. and their voice like they show the character and you can match the voice with the character, but the person actually, you can tell it's a, it's a voice you know it's like something they do but it's it's so good it's like she totally could hone in her voice and like do that kind of stuff i just had an idea what if if you if you had what if you and i we took a script and we just like talked out a role Mm -hmm. back and forth Mm -hmm. what if it was like a like a like a skit or something like a skit or like a like a nursery rhyme or like, you know, it could be a kid's book. Okay. A kid's book, some Dr. Seuss. You could do Dr. Seuss. Yeah. It'd be kind of fun probably. That's a good idea. Let's do it. We could do that for an episode. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Diversify. <Curveball>. <laughs> you thought you were listening to us? No, it's Dr. Seuss this week. We we should do one and, and make it really short so people would actually listen to it. Uh-huh. But make it, probably try to make it funny or something. Yeah. I like that. Ooh. I'm I'm kind of jazzed up about that. Let's let's find some good good ones to read. Yeah, you. I mean, you. If we're gonna do a kids book, you got the kids books for right now, right? Yeah, we could do. I mean, in the world of AI, you could have Chat GBT make you a true. script. Yeah, that's true. I forget about Chat. I just don't use it. I use it so much, and I'm thinking about it. AI and or at least generative AI. Really, a lot just because right now we're trying to create products that use it mm. to kind of like supercharge yeah the products yeah so yeah i think um, about it a lot i use it every day probably. the guy um i th- i think it's the guy that created chat was on joe rogan mm. he's been episode. on lex, lex friedman too oh he has mm-hmm. that makes sense it was, it was good it was like right when it came out mm. he, oh yeah i remember that i mean that's all lex friedman talk talks about is a lot of tech tech stuff yeah 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 is it 
is I'm like halfway through the Joe Rogan one. It's very interesting. Yeah, because he likes uh, robots a lot. Yeah. Um. Okay, concert. Um. Is that it? Is there any more to talk about? I thought it was pretty impressive that not one of us had to go to the bathroom the whole time. Oh, yes. I was nervous. Because we were in the middle and did, we were high up. I did not want to have to get out so of I there. Just felt like go us for yeah. that. Yeah, good job holding our bladders. And I thought, it, yeah, I thought that <laughs> that's like a silly side comment, but something I thought about. Um, I, I don't think I have much else. Yeah. It was fun. I'm glad we did it. I'm glad we did too. It was a lot of fun. So I haven't been up that late in a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were. Yeah, we got up, got back late. It's actually not true. I've been like. I mean, you've been not I've sleeping, been right? Not sleeping, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I haven't had my bedtime be that late probably in a while. Yeah, me too. I know. I had to get up early the next morning <laughs> to go. Oh uh, yeah, we went to my parents' OU house. Texas. Oh, what a game! Wow. It a lot was of good football. Nuts. Wow. It feels good to be a Oklahoma football yeah. fan right now. Yeah. Although you just you never know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they looked good. Hopefully we can hold out and win the rest of our games. They looked good. Their defense definitely getting ready for being able to be in the SEC. Yeah, the D looked good. The offense is a little shaky, but that can be cleaned up. <laughs> We'll tell them how to clean it up. We'll tell them. <laughs> hey, we used to go to school here and... You need some tips, don't you? <laughs> I've watched a bunch of these games and I know how they go, so I can help you. Coaching from the couch. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, the show is a lot of fun. Are you... I mean, I wouldn't even... Oh, other thing that I was thinking about, Dylan, mm-hmm. who was our last guest, Yeah. their team made playoffs. Oh, sick. They had an awesome game on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. It was like so chippy. Mm. It, was, it was great. It mm. was like a old school hockey game, but mm. soccer version. Did you go or did you watch it? I watched it. On, uh. It's on ESPN Plus if anybody has ESPN Plus. Oh, sick. Yeah, OCSC. When do the playoffs start? I don't know. I would like to go. The other cool thing that happened with them is OCSC has kind of had this like uh, ongoing debate on whether they'll be able to keep their stadium Mm. or if i think it's like la galaxy's uh usl team would like take it over so there's been kind of this like heated debate between who gets it interesting and they just ocsc just signed a contract with the city of irvine for another 10 years oh wow which was cool what's happening for the galaxy's place do you know where they play? It's not is the it? MLS team, sorry. It's like their oh. USL team. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Or I was going to say, I thought they had a place. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, they had talked about moving it down and taking mm. over this one. And mm. That would be weird. That. Yeah. Yeah. Because OCS, he's been there for yeah. a while. Yeah, that would, won a national championship there. Yeah, that would be so odd to just, because the same league, right? Yeah. So if Dylan plays another year, mm-hmm. he doesn't have to go anywhere you yeah. don't have to worry about that that's nice or any of the other guys so I, I was like that's cool but yeah. we should if we can we should try to get to a playoff game yeah let's see if we can uh, get some tickets yeah 
I'm down. Um, do you, on the concert side, do you think, are there any concerts like that you'd be looking for or going to in the future? I haven't. No. No, but not that I don't want to. I just yeah. haven't. Um, you know, since we did the, like, kind of uh, the episode on music and his, history of music, I kind of realized why I, I probably liked Incubus a lot, too, just because of that, like, rock and hip-hop kind of came together in a way. Yeah. And I kind of, ha- I realized going and thinking about the music that I grew up listening to and, like, influences and all that, I was like, oh, yeah, because I had my one buddy's brother who used to like make his own beats and try to scratch records and do that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I always found that so intriguing about Incubus that they kind of incorporated that into their music. And I also liked a lot of different like rock music growing up and and, and the the like. So Mm. I was like, oh, that's kind of, maybe that is part of the reason why I liked them so much when I heard them. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah, I felt um, a lot of like, Honestly, comparisons from them and like Red Hot Chili Peppers while they're there, or yeah. while we saw them, they seem like that. Yeah, there's like similar funk. level. Yeah, or just Rock like and funk, yeah. yeah, and you've got like, um, obviously their main bass player wasn't there, but you've got like a, a a singer kind of like personality mm-hmm. sort of thing. A guy that takes his shirt off halfway through the set. Good singer. A good singer. Um, and then you've got like a really great guitarist too. And they've got this bond, you know. I think the I think Mike, the guitarist, like I think he studied something crazy at like MIT. Yeah, some sort of engineering, right? Yeah, yeah. I do. I think they're all pretty smart. I would imagine. Whenever I hear them, when you're writing lyrics the way that they write lyrics, you know, you you they they're definitely they're thinking about the world in a different way than everybody else. Yes, and yeah. and seeing how they like how the song changes so much within a song. Yeah. I've always found that really cool about their music because it's like at one moment you think the songs just kind of c- continue the same vibe and then it'll like change and you're like, oh, this mm. gives a totally different feel. Yeah. Um, that was cool even just to listen to the whole album, the whole Morning View album because it starts off and it feels really angry and then it takes a turn and it becomes like very introspective and yeah. and like kind of like the last song with that Lizzo played, like that's a very mellow song. It is, compared yeah. Compared to the first few songs that are like really intense rock songs, you know? And it's interesting to right. s- to feel that flow of the album while they play it. It was pretty cool. Yeah, the beginning kind of is like, okay, he just broke up with a girl mm-hmm. and is like upset about it. Yeah. And it's like, like good riddance to you. And then there's like, now that that's gone, it's almost like thinking about life more introspectively, like he said. Yeah interesting yeah it really is it's cool um i i I would like to yeah it'd be interesting to be able to ask him questions be like okay so was there somebody that broke up with somebody yeah and like was that like almost like grieving that relationship ending Mm -hmm. that kind of fueled some of the lyrics or or it could even just be like a um a disorienting time in life like when you when you say you believe something and all of a sudden a question comes up that like totally changes that belief and maybe he framed it as in like a relationship yeah i guess i've just that's a good question uh lawrence i know has written a couple songs 
that is about one thing, but they they use like symbolism. Yeah. But it sounds like it's actually something else. Gotcha. But I think that was specifically because it was kind of like a love song and their brother, sister, and they're like, it might be weird if we sang a love <laughs> song together. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. But I, I would be curious because as you go through the album, there's definitely a deeper introspective, like thinking about life on a grander scale. Yeah. That is is so interesting that they're able to like communicate that in such a creative way, you know? Yeah. It's it's like I feel like I have those similar thoughts right now and I'm like I, I it would be cool to have an outlet to You can tell they're deeper thinkers, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I I think that's probably all I had though. Yeah. On it. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, I had a lot of fun. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm trying to get my concert game going, especially before baby comes. Mm -hmm. Um, we're seeing Wolfpack in a month in New York. That'll be so much fun. That is going to be sick. I'm pumped. And then we're seeing Corey Wong in February. I'm going to see, like in college, I saw all those reggae bands Uh every second I could. It's kind of the same with these guys right now. Yeah. You're in like a, a phase. Yeah. Not a bad fit. I mean, maybe it's not a phase, but. Maybe when you're 50, you'll be like, oh, yeah, that was a good face. I know. I'm curious if that'll happen. I'm sure it will. Um, I'm I'm waiting for parcels as soon as they come over <laughs> here, man. Those guys, I one of their shows in Paris on YouTube, mm-hmm. there are some songs that they pan out to the crowd, and people are singing like they're in church. That's like, so crazy. And I'm just like, I want to feel that. That's it, cool. It looks amazing. They're fun. And then I was the Hermanos Gutierrez. Yeah. They um they played a like very small, like very um anything small is pretty fun. Yeah. Intimate show in a library. What? In Big Sur. Oh, that's like, cool. Outside in the trees. And it was it looked really cool. That is pretty cool. I was I was uh, I was gonna get tickets and then um you know, be, you know who'd be fun to see is Scary Pockets. That would be fun. Because it'd be like, I imagine it's probably different from show to show. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wonder when they're if they're coming around here. If they aren't, they probably already have. Mm, we should look it up. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, my ride's here. Sweet. So I think it's about time to, to end this one. <laughs> Wrap her up. Um, so we don't know if we'll be recording next week. We probably will try to. Hopefully we can do a guest. Yeah, that would be ideal. Maybe Jake's will do it. Yeah. If not, we'll find somebody. We'll find somebody. We just called Jake's out. Jake's, you <laughs> Jake's have you to. Have to. Um, well, yeah, it's been a fun time. Thanks for listening to our experience at the Incubus concert. Yes, thank you. And if you feel compelled... And want to join us on an episode, reach out to us, please. Or if you got something you want us to talk about, we're down to do uh, yeah. anything. Like, we're down to get creative here. Not that we're not creative. Or maybe we do a script and we act it out or voice act it out. That would be fun. McKenzie. All right. Adios, muchacho. Kinsey, you're on the podcast. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded pretty good. <laughs> that was pretty good. Okay, I'm coming. Okay. Goodbye. Do I hold it? No, just push it once. <laughs>